Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, October 5, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. I'm recording at 11.23 in the evening, so you're probably going to listen to this on a Wednesday. But I'm recording. I, I want to say I made it before the Tuesday deadline, you know, before Wednesday turns. So, what's up? How was your weekend? How's everyone doing? Did you guys buy a soda water machine like I did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I told you last episode, I was so excited, right? I was like a kid on Christmas waiting for it. I got so excited that I didn't read the fucking instructions. So, <laughs> so the, the, the CO2 tank that it comes with is supposed to last for, you know, 60 liters. But I did not read the instructions that it said, Three presses for half a second each. And I was going Rambo on this by holding it down for like 10 seconds. I was like, oh my God, look at the bubbles, baby. So, so I burned through the canister in like three days. Uh, you know, lesson learned. So I bought another one and so far. I mean, but just let me tell you, that don't don't scare that away. Don't let that scare you off. It's my fault. But oh, the product itself is fucking fantastic. If you love... I cannot recommend this enough. If you are a lover of carbonated drinks, I don't know. Soda water is, I don't know if it's an acquired taste. Some people just absolutely hate it, but I love it. It's, it tastes like, for me, it's like drinking Sprite. It's not sweet like Sprite, but it, the, the effect that it gives me is just like when I drink Sprite. So if you love water, if you love carbonated drinks, I think it's the way to go. Uh, in the States, there's a bunch of water flavorings that you can buy to add to your water. They don't have that here. I looked on Lazada and Shopee. They have one on Lazada and on Shopee, but the markup is insane. So in the States, you can Google it. They have like, uh, there's a brand called Mio, M-I-O. There's a brand called like, there's like Splenda. You've heard of Splenda, right? Uh, Sweden Low or whatever. There's, there's so many brands of this stuff. It's, it's a, it's a small little squirt bottle, right? That's Bastos, right? A squirt bottle and you just you you squirt it into your water right like cytheria don't google that um and then it um it flavors it but so a little small squirt bottle is probably like between a dollar to maybe a dollar fifty in the states at least when i was there that was five years ago so six years ago so i don't know maybe it's a little bit more now but here each bottle is selling for like 400 to 500 pesos that's a crazy markup so i cannot even though one squirt bottle will probably last me a long time, but I cannot I cannot justify buying it just yet. But back to the sodaizer. So it's called sodaizer. S O D A R I Z E R. It's five thousand nine hundred ninety. So let's just say, sake of simplicity, six thousand pesos. The the person who did, I think I think it's a one man operation. I'm not really sure, but he uh, he sent it to me literally next day. I ordered it at night. I'm sure he could do it probably same day if you ordered in the morning and you messaged them on on Messenger or something, right? But it was delivered via Grab. The refill process. At least now I can give you insight onto the refill process because it should have it should 
one tank should last me between uh well for me probably just a week and a half maybe two weeks uh but hopefully for i could make it last longer it depends i drink a lot i've been drinking a lot more water that's another benefit but back to the refill process so the refill it's 800 pesos for uh for a co2 canister so you do the math on that 800 pesos if it lasts you two weeks you can do the per day cost for 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 that you know i'll do it for you huh how about I do it for you? I don't want you to get off your couch. 1,400, I don't know, 800 divided by 14. It's about 57 pesos a day, which is still, you know, it's a good amount of money, right? Uh, but if you buy Coke Zero, like I did, like I would buy, if I go to Coke Zero, I would buy two bottles or two cans if I were to buy Coke Zero. Um, it should actually last longer than, than two weeks. I'll, I'll let you know once I, I get the real run because I'm doing it correctly now. But 800 pesos, you you fill up the. I mean, you just you order it, and then same day they'll send you a tank, and then you send the tank back. So you have to pay for shipping only one way. They'll pay for the shipping of the tank to you. So I I was confused. I thought that when I sent my tank in, that's what they would refill. No, they give you a tank that they have on hold, I guess, and then the one that you use, they're gonna probably reuse that for somebody else, right? So yeah, Sodarizer S O D A R I Z E R dot com. Uh, they have an Instagram Sodarizer. I think it's Sodarizer. I don't know if it's Sodarizer PH. What else do they? Sodarizer MNL. No, what else could it be? Right? It's one of those. Just look it up. There's just very few. And it's I. It's one of. I feel like there are very few purchases in life where I'm like, damn, that was a good purchase. Like no buyer's remorse. Like I always have. I told you this. I always, always, always have buyer's remorse, even if it's something fancy like. Uh, my new computer, you know, my new computer. Uh, I was like, "Fuck, man, it's so expensive." But you know, justifying the weights and uh, you know, costs and versus, uh, you know, pros versus cons. Or when I buy a new cell phone, I always think, "Man, but my old cell phone guy up on the money." Like I always think about that shit. But this, I have not looked back. Like I have not said, "Like fuck, I shouldn't have bought this," or uh, maybe I could have just not bought this. No, I had to buy. I like. In another lifetime, if I were to go to my, if I would go back in time and see myself, I would say, you need to buy a Sodorizer right now. You will not regret it. So good. It's not even sponsored, bro. Right? And Am I not the best shill for this? <laughs> it's freaking great, man. I could go a whole length of a podcast just talking about how awesome. I So they it comes with a one liter bottle. I guess the only, uh, maybe I would call it a, a criticism uh, for me it's not an issue but for some people i'm sure there there are some people that would love to just get maybe a glass uh, of water and 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 carbonate it because maybe you don't want to drink a whole liter uh, because you know a lot of people can't drink a liter of water in one sitting but i do so for me it's not an issue but the bottle it's a liter tall and the the funnel that um like that comes with the cap that you know where the air the co2 goes in it it has to have a minimum i'm seeing here on the line around 750 milliliters so you can't just put let's say 300 milliliters like a, a can of coke worth of water to you cannot you cannot you cannot sodaize it because it has to reach that level so that's a i guess a um one negative aspect of it see i'm fair right i'm fair i'm just thinking if if you're not super heavy on drinking water then it might not really be the best for you unless you're sharing with friends cuz it you can fill it with a liter and then you can use pour it into a pitcher or you can just pour it straight from this 1 liter thing and pour it into uh multiple glasses for you and your 
your friends. So that's that's the only kind of neg. I wouldn't even call it negative. It's just more of a, a, a caveat for those of you who are, uh, you know, just in case. And by the way, the word caveat, I think I learned that in school. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not going to Google it for you. But it's something like buyer beware in Latin. I, I don't know why that just it's a memory that sticks in my mind. Anyway, so yeah, Sodorizer, that, that's the big that's the big news of the weekend. Uh, I, I, I got my Sodorizer. I played Stardew Valley for the last maybe two or three days for maybe six to seven hours. Just fucking planting crops, man. Going to the mine and digging up ore to make into gold, silver, and, and amethyst bars so that I can make sprinklers so that I don't have to do the sprinkler. You know, it's, it's making me realize the value of automation and having, you know, working smarter, not harder. Like I have eggs. I have, I'm sorry. I have chickens now and I have cows, but I'm like, fuck, every day I got to pet these cows. I got to milk them. I got to pet the chickens and collect their eggs. So I was like, fuck, I have to go buy this, um, automator thing that that can automatically connect collect all the produce from the animals and it's pretty expensive in-game currency right it's pretty expensive but the the fact that you save time doing it it's like wow you know it, it teaches you valuable life lessons so start new value i had someone uh someone messaged me uh let me see. Someone messaged me and said that they actually have been playing and they're on year one. They were talking about how they agreed with my sentiments, not only on uh, cancel culture from the last episode, but also on the game. I'm not going to say your name because I didn't, I didn't ask for your permission, but his name starts with M and his middle is J. So Michael Jordan. I'm just going to call you Michael Jordan, but uh, shout out to you. All right. Um, ooh. And I got another message from someone um, whose whose name is just a moon emoji. So they said, "Hi, I listen to your podcast." So this is anonymous anyway. You can't tell who it is. I enjoy I enjoy listening to your podcast and really love your choice of film. I was wondering if you have a letterboxed l e t t e r b o x d that I could follow. I have no idea what that is, but I have a guess already. Is it like a? It's like Tumblr, but for movies. Let me Google it. Let's learn together. Letter boxed. So it's boxed, but without the E at the end. Huh. Let me, uh, let's, let me see. You have tickled my fancy today. Okay. Letter boxed. Social film discovery. It's an online social network service, uh, co-founded by who cares? Uh, it was launched as a social app focused on sharing opinions about film and love of film. And it's maintained by a small team in Auckland, New Zealand. Oh. I do not have one uh, moon emoji, but I, 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 that's interesting. But what do I, what is the benefit of this? Just so that you can share with other people. This is pretty cool. But do I have to review? Like, do I have to review stuff? I'm trying to see how it works. I'm, I'm on the website right now, letterbox.com. So here's the what it says. Letterbox lets you keep track of every film you've ever watched. Oh, that's pretty cool. I've always wondered, uh, you know, I, I worked in a movie theater and I remember there's one day because when, when you work the graveyard shift, uh, well, it's the closing shift, 5 p.m. to like 1 a.m. Uh, at around 1 a.m. when all the movies are cleared out and it's just you and your coworkers and the empty theater, you, you start talking about life and like the most random shit. I've had the most random conversations with my coworkers. And I remember one specific um, one specific um, day, me and one of my coworkers, his name is Taylor. White guy. Looks like Taylor Lautner, but not as handsome, right? And we were talking about 
because he loves movies, but he's like the he likes all kinds of movies, but he's more of the highbrow, high art kind of shit guy. Uh, but he likes box office stuff too. But I I watch a lot of trash, right? And we were talking about I wonder how many movies we have watched over our lifetime. So what we did was we went on like Wikipedia, and we would go to like movies. We were trying to calculate how many movies we have watched throughout our life, and I it's got to be. Like, I don't remember the exact number. Like, we just, we couldn't, obviously, we couldn't calculate it. But we, did, and we also counted, like, we counted kids' movies, like, on TV. Like, you know, made-for-TV movies. So, like, Disney Channel originals. Uh, we counted, like, a Barney movie that I watched. You know, there's a Barney, you know, they have Barney movies, right? Um, stuff like that. And it, 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 it went into the thousands. Easy. Like, no question. So that's an interesting thought. I just wanted to like make you guys think about that. How many movies do you think you have watched over your life? How many hours of your life? How many? I, I would venture to say it's probably date. Could it be a year? I don't know. Let's let's do a. Let's say you watch three thousand films. Each film is about an hour and a half. That's four thousand five hundred hours. Four thousand five hundred divided by twenty four. One hundred eighty seven days. Uh, that's one hundred eighty. So how about half a year, right? Right, give or take. If you've watched three, so if you watch three thousand, if you watch six thousand movies, you've probably used a year of your life watching movies. Now we didn't even talk about TV shows, so we've, I'm hundred percent sure we a lot of us have spent a year of life just watching stuff, movies and TV shows. Then you add on top of that video games. How much time <laughs> we we sink into this? So anyway, back to Letterbox. Uh, just food for thought for you guys. Show some love for your favorite films. Uh, you know, I'll look into this. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I don't know. It seems like work uh, that I could just be talking about on the podcast. But if I'll, I'll let me know because if you, uh, uh, whoever sent this, uh, Moon Emoji, let me know what else I can do on here. Like entice me, sell me on this, why I would start a letterbox. Uh, but thank you for enjoying my choice of film, which is a great segue into what I watched um, this weekend. This weekend I watched on Netflix, The Guilty. Um, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, which apparently was actually a remake of another movie which I have never seen. It's a Danish film of the same title, but I was looking on Reddit. Supposedly, parang almost shot for shot remake naman But people, you know, people on Reddit are like, "Yeah, but the original's so much better." I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I cannot, you know, I cannot um, I can't compare. But for me, I enjoyed the movie. So the movie is about uh this. Opera, uh, this LAPD phone operator who takes calls, you know, the ones that you call when you get a call and like, you know, 911, what's your emergency? And then and then there's this one uh, caller that it's it's like a, a woman and she's in distress. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But overall, I thought it was a pretty solid movie. Not the best. Uh, there are some times where you get a little bit frustrated with the main character but I'm also thinking if I was in his position, I would also be a little bit, especially if you find out what's going on in his personal life, in his own life. Um, I think it's worth a watch. It's a, it's a, it's a single setting movie for the most part, which I love. I feel like they don't, there's not enough of those movies. I don't know if it's exactly single setting because there is, I think, a scene where he's in the bathroom or something like that, but it's set in one place and there's not a lot of movies that do that. Um, Probably one I could think off the top of my head. Not it. It's like a one location movie. Let me Google that because there's a lot. Like, have you guys seen Phone Booth? 
phone booth with Colin Farrell and 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 uh, Jack Bauer from Twenty Four. Uh, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. That movie's fucking dope. Oh, The Hateful Eight with Quentin Tarantino. Great movie. I'm here on Wikipedia right now. List of one location films. Um, I'm gonna sort it by year so I know. Hateful Eight. Uh, haven't seen The Invitation. Room, uh, but Room has different settings. No, that doesn't count. Um, trying to see. Yeah, phone booth I have here. Cube. Okay, Cube. So stuff like Cube. Saw is kind of counted because most of it takes place in one location, but Cube was was one of those. Cube, which is a good movie. I, I enjoyed Cube. Mm, yeah, there's not that many. So I don't know if The Guilty counts as a one location film, but I think it is. So I like that. Good, good shit. Good shit. Uh, go. It's a, it's a good movie. Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, is super fantastic as an actor. I've always said this. His best role, his best movie that I've ever seen him in is, um, Nightcrawler, which I think is still on Netflix. Let me do the work. Let me do the legwork for you. I have my computer up. Let me see if Nightcrawler is on Netflix. That movie is fucking good. Yes, it is on Netflix. All right. So. Um, if you want to go on a Jake Gyllenhaal, like, uh, circle jerk this weekend, go watch, I would watch The Guilty first, and then Night, cause The Guilty, as heavy as it is, is not as heavy as Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is heavy, bro. That movie has no happiness to it. Like, you will not, you'll end up, after you finish watching that movie, you will not be, there's no way you'll end up happier in life. <laughs> but you will, you will appreciate the movie, I think. Great film, great film, Nightcrawler. <clears throat> He's also great, and I'm looking at his filmography right now. He was good as a, as a, uh, what's his name? On Spider-Man. Even though I didn't like that movie, I thought he was pretty good. See, as uh, Mysterio, right? Prisoners was another good movie. Have you seen Prisoners? But that one, for me, I really like the acting of, of, uh, uh, Hugh Jackman and, who's the guy? Is it Paul Dano? Paul Dano, I think. That movie was, was really good, too. Mm, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. And he's funny. His interviews are top-notch. My favorite interview with Jake Gyllenhaal is with Tom Holland on the Unpopular Opinion on BBC Radio. Excuse me, Radio 1. Come and give us your unpopular opinion. Something up till now that you've been scared to say. Go watch it, man. My dream to host a, a program like that. Radio show, TV show, or something like that. where you Because they're so comfortable with each other. I love it. Okay. So yeah, the guilty. That's all that I have, huh? That's all that I have on. Um, what do I have? That's all that I have. Huh? Oh my my! One of my scholars just sent me Yasi Pressman started her own scholarship program. <laughs> Axie Pressman Elite Academy. <laughs> Let me, Pascaler, good, good morning, good morning, manager, Yasi, Pascaler. Do you think she manages them now? Fuck no, she does not. 100%, she's got a team doing that for her. Could you imagine? JC, do you want to be Yasi? Yes, I'll do it. 90 10, 90 for her. Do it. <laughs> Book it. Nah, nah, but, uh, that's, that's pretty funny. I just literally saw it right now. He sent me a message. Um, what else? What else? Letterboxes. You know, I'm going to dive into Letterboxes. I don't, do I have to make an account? To, that's my issue. Eh? I have so many accounts on so many websites, especially in college. Let's talk about this real quick since I need podcast content. You, my, my biggest gripe with accounts sometimes is the password creation. 
right? And if some fucker out there has used the username, then you have to go to your alternate username, right? And then who really, because re- you're so used to typing it. So let me just give you a example. My main email when I was growing up was JCM1221. Those are my initials. Don't ask me why it's not Tevez. You, if you know me, you know my real name's not Tevez, right? But JCM1221, that's my birthday, December 21. So it's always JCM1221 at hotmail.com. JCM1221 at yahoo.com. And then, you know, when you, when I was playing video games, signing up for username, it would be JCM. I know it's not very creative, right? It's not like Devil Punisher, you know? It's JCM1221. This was, you know, high school, college. And then one day, I don't remember what website, somebody has taken your username. So now, my identity is in crisis. I've been JCM1221 my whole life. So what, who am I now? So now I'm starting to think of other things. Okay, my birthday. What else, man? Uh, and then there's one time I had to use a, I was dating a girl, you know, and I thought it would be forever. This was high, this was co- high college or something. You know, you're stupid. You think you're going to get married when you're in college? <laughs> just, just kidding to anyone who got married, uh, in college. Um, and then so I would put her, uh, birthday or I don't know, something that involved her in my username. So I put that in. And then there's a time when I, uh, so now that's one aspect of, you know, creating accounts on these websites. And then the passwords, I'm so used, I'm not going to tell you my password obviously, but um, you put your password in and then you're fine with it, right? My first ever password was lowercase numbers and then uh, lowercase letters and, and a couple numbers. And then one day some guy is like, that's not safe enough. You need to put a capital letter in there. So, you know, for me, I'm like, all right, man, I'll just capitalize the first letter. Shouldn't be that difficult to remember. Cool. And then I run into another website that's like, you know what? Capital letters are cool. But have you ever tried putting fucking symbols in your password? So I'm like, oh, fuck. Do I put the symbol at the end? Do I put it at the front? You know, on the keyboard, the exclamation point is the first one. So... I was like, I was using that. It's come to the point now where if I forget my password and I like I have to I go down the row because I my password is kind of remained the same. But I add a symbol. If I have to add a symbol, I'll start with the number one on the keyboard, which is an exclamation point. The number two is an at sign. Number three is the hashtag or the pound key. Number four is the dollar sign. So I will I will type my same password over and over again using each symbol until I get it right. If ever I forget a password. That's what I fucking hate about creating accounts. Sorry for the rant. <laughs> you guys feel me on that? Like, I, there, I, I mean, there, there's so many, I mean, there's, there's, apparently there's apps and stuff where you can store passwords, but I don't trust that shit either. Actually, you can really never trust anything. Like I've told you guys, I've, I've been kind of heavy in the cryptocurrency game right now, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm spending my time learning. And I, you know, it could all be gone in, in a second if somebody was able to guess my password. That's so crazy, right? I mean, banks, I don't know, cause banks, I hate banks. I've never been a bank guy. Well, I don't hate banks, alright? There are some features of banks that I think are great. But there was a time when I was living like Pablo Escobar and I kept all my money in cash. <laughs> fucking, fucking so stupid, right? I had all my money in cash. Um, that's don't. That's not life advice. Don't ever do that. 
You know, you're one robbery away from being poor. But I guess the good thing about banks is, you know, you have to, if you want to withdraw money. I mean, I guess you could steal someone's card and take their PIN code. But they limit you, right, on the ATM. At least here, they limit you in the ATMs. And then by the time you realize your card is gone, you probably lost some money, but you could probably cancel it. Or if you want to withdraw in person, you need to have ID and whatever. So I think, at least in that sense, banks are great for security as opposed to having your money on a digital wallet that could be taken from you because i see so many videos on tiktok and i see so many posts on facebook my axie scholars uh guys patulong na ano ng mga axis ko na transfer they got transferred to a different account and you know pa ba? And I, i'm like i'm like i i feel so bad for them because there's no way that they will get it back that's the whole point of like the de- the decentralized non-governing body network. Like you have no protection. Like no one, you know, the 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 Axie team, Sky Mavis, will not be able to to get it from them. They might be able to ban it. I don't know, but you know, if they've sold it already and then sold it for cash, like you cannot track them because it's anonymous for the most part, right? There's no ID really needed for these these Ronin wallets. So that's that's kind of the scary part um, about doing shit online and passwords so they they recommend this hardware wallet which i i'm also skeptical about too because i see so many stories about uh uh hardware wallets being like faulty or 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 meant to trick you Uh, it's called trezor t-r-e-z-o-r i want to get one uh but i don't know where and you know broad fits probably has one so i'll just ask him (laughs) so yeah man um that how did I how did we get to this point? Oh, because of passwords and yeah. So do you guys have that issue with with passwords and emails and 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 like usernames? Unless your username is so unique, right? Like bubblegum, like bubblegum uh, kikiam thirty six. Like no one in the world probably has used bubblegum kikiam thirty six. That's a pretty cool name actually. That's a cool st- streamer name. A uh, especially for like a cute girl. Hi guys, I'm Bubblegum Kikyam. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> On TikTok, um, I like to make fun. Lately, I've been using the voice of the tick. You know the TikTok uh, voice, telling my family that I'm adopted. Like that kind of. I've been using that every day lately. <laughs> you've, you've seen like when they, when when TikTok auto generates the cap or when TikTok videos have captions, but the the voice is like a computer voice and. You know, it, it, you'll, you'll, you'll recognize. I can't scroll through TikTok right now. I don't want to distract you guys, but you guys know what I'm talking about, right? And it's usually something that tries to get your attention, right? Telling my stepbrother he's attractive, ordering chicken nuggets at KFC and seeing what the order, uh, what the waiter does. Something like that. Uh, anything new on TikTok? I'm trying to think of if there's any trends on TikTok that I, or any trends online. Oh, uh, we'll probably talk about it on Hala Hala this Thursday when we record. Um, Facebook went down again. Facebook, Instagram, I don't know what else. Not Twitter though. <laughs> uh, WhatsApp, everything, basically everything linked to Facebook. So I don't know what else is part of the Facebook thing. Um, ecosystem. But yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't know. You know what? Why don't we, why don't we, why don't we look it up? Facebook. Something, people are saying that like Mark Zuckerberg, something shady is going on. Here we go. Here we go. A Facebook whistleblower interview aired the night before Monday's Facebook outage. 
Wow. Okay. So that's why this is in because I, you know, there's, you know, Facebook and shit goes down a lot, right? Twitter sometimes goes down, Instagram, but for whatever reason, uh, th- this has been got- getting a lot of uh, traction. The timing of this outage is from GSM Arena, which I used, by the way, way back in the day when I was buying like phones, like when I was looking at buying phones. Like I remember doing my research and buying an HTC S710. I think that's the name of the phone. HTC S710. Is that the name of the phone? Yes, go Google, go Google images. That phone is so cool. Sliding keyboard, fucking dope, man. They need to bring back sliding keyboards. I know, I think, um, Blackberry has a, a modern Android one, but they need to make like a sidekick or some shit that has a slide out keyboard. That shit is fucking baller. All right. The timing of this outage is peculiar. Just the last week, Facebook safety chief, uh, Facebook safety chief appeared virtually at a U.S. Congress hearing about Facebook. It was during this hearing that Congress asked questions pertaining to its users' mental health and privacy concerns. The interview reveals the identity of the Facebook whistleblower, a former employee of Facebook who will appear before Congress this upcoming Tuesday. So I guess it's happening today. Well, U.S. time. So probably by the time you're listening to this, it's probably happened already. To testify about Facebook's practices of and lack of transparency surrounding hateful content and spread of misinformation. Okay, so that's why I was wondering because there was a tweet that said Facebook going down, Zuckerberg deleting all the data. Maybe that's what it is. Damn, that's fucking shady, bro. That is shady. Oh, and we talked about it on Hala Hala, the most recent mix. If you haven't seen it or listened to it, rather, check it out. It's out now. About that 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 uh, that lady from Far Mali who said that uh, that the the things were defective or whatever. Like she admitted to it. She she took her word back, bro. Did you read about that? We didn't talk about it in Hala Hala because it, it happened after we recorded. But she went in front of whatever the blue ribbon committee or whatever, whatever, whatever she said. She she didn't she she took it back. Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? So shady. How can you say that? How can you say on a Zoom call that's recorded, like, yeah, we squindled the government. And then the next time you're like, no, we did we did everything by the book. How can there's no way like they should be able to you can't you can't like align that. Anyway, back to the whistleblower. Uh her name is Francis Haug. Oh god, Facebook, are you listening to this? Facebook Haugen was appointed to Civic and Terrible. Blah, 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 blah. So yeah, I think that's I mean that's kind of like the gist of it. Wow. So what does that mean, right? Does that mean we should quit Facebook? Are you gonna quit Facebook? Me, I only have it for Messenger and and Facebook Marketplace, which I think is fucking so fantastic. Like today, I, my wife dongle my Wi-Fi dongle broke on my laptop. I bought one on Facebook Marketplace, got it same day. Literally 30 minutes after I bought it, it was sent to me. It's fucking, that's fan, that's, that is instant gratification. I've talked about it before on the podcast. <coughs> but Facebook itself, like, I don't post statuses. I don't check the feed, the news feed. Fuck that wasteland of garbage content that is supposedly supposed to be curated. I will tell you though, I searched on Facebook Marketplace a week ago, like adjustable dumbbells. And ever since then, I've been getting Instagram ads, Instagram stories, Facebook posts on my, like, I don't know, like, it somehow has seen that I searched that and it's showing it to me everywhere. They know my data, right? They've stolen my data somehow or whatever. Not stolen, maybe not stolen, uh, probably stolen. But they're using that that information to their advantage. Uh, Like, watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix so you'll understand more. 
Um, but yeah, will you quit Facebook because of this? Because of privacy concerns and whatnot? For me, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. What could be on my Facebook that, like, I really do not, I never scroll on Facebook. Uh, it's like the most, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to a high school party when you're 40 years old. Or is it the opposite? I, I, I don't know. That's just the way I imagine. Like, I'm going through here and it's nothing that I want to hear. Nothing that I care about. Nothing that I relate to. Maybe maybe that's, I, I don't know that why I use that analogy in particular. Facebook, like the feed or what? Is it even called the feed? What do you call this? The front page? I'm looking through mine right now. It's the worst fucking place like ever. Like everything, it's it's, it's a fucking orgy of content, man. It, I, I have, I've got some gaming streamer videos that are gamers that are live. I have a status from a cousin that posted a picture of money. I have Axie Infinity News. I have a friend who just got engaged. Congratulations, by the way, to my friends Derek and uh, uh, and Kat, who got married, who they met at the theater, the movie theater where I worked at. I don't know if any, only Jasmine from the movie theater listens to this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are, Jasmine, are you married yet? Um, who met, I don't know if J- Jasmine met her boyfriend, see Johnny, at the theater. But I think they're, are they married? I don't know. Maybe you guys broke up. I hope you didn't, but you'll probably get married down the line too, right? I mean, that's crazy. Like these, these couples met in the theater. I have like, uh, four or five couple friends that met in the theater and got, and then they're now married, right? It's pretty cool. Like, what I Kiligers. Um, I have a, I have my old boss who posted a picture of like a, I think his mom going onto a stretcher. Like, what is this? I have a friend who's posting a real estate ad. Because she's a realist, uh, realtor. Like, this is the worst. Like, I, this is none of this stuff I want to see. It's awful. TikTok has by far the best for you page. There's no doubt in my mind that TikTok is so successful because they have worked on finding your kinks, right? What tickles your fancy, right? And it's not even porn. That's what's crazy. Like, they have tickled your porn addiction, but the non-porn side of it. I don't even know what you call that. The amygdala? What is the amygdala? Right? Every time I go on TikTok, I would say 70% of the videos, I could I would watch it and I say, wow, that was something that I would have probably liked to see. Galing. TikTok is fucking incredible. Instagram is whatever for me. I don't really check. I check stories. I love Instagram stories. I like it because it gives me a glimpse into people's lives. And like I get to see the anti-Marcos post. <laughs> Everyone who's so mad at them. And I feel them, man. What's his name? Bong Bong Marcos running for president. Motherfucker. <laughs> I don't get it, bro. Get, get Can you read the room? You know, get a hand. And you know what's sad is that this guy, people will vote for him. That's what's fucking terrifying. You know? And that's the other side of social media. The DDS side of social media. I mean, not to generalize all DDS people, right? But the the whole echo chamber of social media is so incredibly curated. And that's what it is. You think your Twitter feed and Facebook feed reflects everyone else's? Get out of your own head. No way. 
There's no way that what you are seeing on Twitter, you know, all these anti-Marcos, you know, uh, you know, Marcos not a hero. You and your friends are seeing those posts. But I guarantee you the ones that are pro-Marcos, their Twitter feed and their Facebook feed and their Instagram feed is completely different. It's all Lenny Lugao. It's all, you know, Dilawan bullshit. That's what it looks like. And they think that's normal. And that is the great divide that social media has for not, you know, politically at least. It's incredible the power of social media. It, you know, people, have, you know, have only recently been taking notice of this. So by Facebook doing this whole deletion, like, where do you stand, right? Do you support, is it supporting them if you stick with your social media pages? Because you still need it essentially for a lot of things, business uh, and whatnot. So there needs to become a, a, a cryptocurrency version of social media, like a dec- I know there's projects in the work, works. But like a decentralized, no government. I don't know how that would work, right? Obviously, you need a team to run it, which means you'd need, you know, a boss. You need a CEO. I don't know, man. I don't know how that works. But it's fucking crazy, social media. And I'll leave you with that, okay? Happy Tuesday. I honestly don't know if I finished my sponsorship <laughs> with ImmunoBean. Uh, it says that, but I don't know if I, I, for- I might have forgot to do it. So just in case, shout out. To Immuno Bean Coffee, okay? They have a premium quality coffee, which is made of 19 healthy herbal ingredients to boost your immunity and vitality. Shop now at shopee.ph slash immunobean. Okay, go get that. Go get the Soderizer. Go watch those movies. I will check out Letterboxd. Uh, I will reply to your message right now and tell you that I talked about it on this podcast. But please, like, this is a... Reminder, I see how, like, 40 minutes, man, I was able to talk about a lot of stuff because you guys messaged me, guys and girls. Uh, so message me if you have anything you want me to talk about or just even if you don't say talk about this, I could probably make a podcast out of it. You know, that's what I do. All right. Take care. Uh, listen to Halal's show. Uh, it should be new mix out now. Uh, this past yesterday should be out already. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. 